It's time to start. That is that song does often pop into my head. So may we stop, may we stop, may we Did you watch the documentary? The Edgar Wright The Sparks? Sparks. Yeah. No. It's fine. It's actually quite disappointing as a documentary by Edgar Wright. But it's it's cute. It it, it yeah. it's like it you get why why they are famous. Sure. I feel like if I had ever heard of the Sparks before I heard about Edgar Wright's documentary, mm-hmm. I might be more intrigued. What do you mean by that? I had never heard of them. Yeah, same. I didn't know who they are. And then every per every every cool person I knew was was like, "Oh, you don't know who Sparks are? Sparks are great." I was yeah. I knew about them since two thousand three. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it it never it never crossed my 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 world. Yeah, and I don't really watch documentaries to begin with, let alone documentaries about stuff I have never heard about. Yeah, or care about in any way. Remember, Mister Rogers? Yeah, that was that was great. That was, that a, was good a good one. That was a good documentary. Not that was like a, like um. Above average, way above average documentary. Yeah, I really liked Free Solo. Free I Solo was that cool. when I when I worked uh, at the movie theater, it was just playing, and I was just like, "Yeah, I got nothing to do for the next two hours of work. I'll go watch Free Solo." Ooh, he's gonna fall. Ooh, he's gonna yeah. fall. I was so tense during that whole climb at the end. Yeah, I was like. I want to die. This is so much. I want to die. <laughs> People are crazy. I could never. I could never. Yeah. Like, say I had the body and the skill and the coordination to do it. Sure, sure, sure. I still would never. No. <laughs> never, ever, ever. Ever, 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 ever. I'd maybe do it with, like, the worst of fall is that, like, I'd sprain my ankle. Maybe like that yeah, yeah. high. I totally get. I totally get doing it when you're tied to a rope so you don't fall and die. Yeah, or that, <laughs> <laughs> or that one, or that one. This has nothing to do with Macbeth. You want yeah. to start the podcast? You just okay? Yeah, let's do that, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I was. Everyone I was still. Tra- <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to pronounce outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back. back. That was that was the most that was the worst intro we've had. But it was the most us. <laughs> it was the most us. Uh, welcome. This is uh, welcome back. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Sam Bannigan, and I am the other, Andrew Thomas. And Andrew, hey Sam. Before. Before we hop into anything else, I, this is crazy. I can't believe this is happening, if I'm, if I'm for real. I would like to say, thank Surfshark VPN for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Oh, snap! Money, 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 money! <laughs> money! Uh, you... This is not a joke. This is real. This is happening. You can get Surfshark and start protecting your internet browsing by using the offer code WELCOMEBACK 
at Surfshark Surfshark.deals slash welcome back for 83% off and an extra three months for free. If you're listening to us, you must like watching movies and TV. You must also get frustrated when something you want to watch isn't available in your country or region. This I hate when that exactly, happens. I hate when that happens. This is exactly what a VPN can help you with. Just connect to one of Surfshark's 3,200 plus servers across 65 different countries and watch anything you'd like to your heart's desire. I've been using a VPN to help me with all of our like big uh, filmmaker projects. Our upcoming David Lynch uh, episode, our upcoming Guillermo del Toro episodes. Not all their movies are available in Canada, but I can just turn on Surfshark, connect to a server in the US or the UK or nearly anywhere else, and boom, I'm just watching it. Whatever I need to watch. Whenever I need to watch it. And Andrew, it's completely secure as well. Completely (laughs) secure. 100%. And Andrew, I also know that you like to write i do like to write uh but you don't always want to be writing when you're in your room at home of course sometimes you want to go to the park or you want to go to a nice little coffee shop somewhere around new york right of course of course but if you're out and about just connecting to public wi-fi all willy-nilly that's like going somewhere without a mask on i who knows who knows what viruses and snoops are out there trying to steal your data But if you use Surfshark VPN, you can protect your data anywhere you go. Between their military-grade encryption, their automatic kill switch if your VPN gets disconnected, and their multi-hop setting to set up two VPNs at once to make your browsing even more private and secure, you'll never have to worry about your data ever again. Once more, you can get 83% off in an extra three months for free when you go to Surf shark.deals slash welcome back and use the offer code welcome back at checkout risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee again that is surfshark.deals slash welcome back and offer code welcome back all one word at checkout 83 percent off three months for free there it is there it is there it is. Now back to us bashing capitalism. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now back to us. How are back you? Back to your regularly scheduled uh, hatred of capitalism. Uh, but yes, VPN. Speaking of capitalism, Apple TV's <laughs> The Tragedy of Macbeth. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Any, no, sorry. Are How we, are you? How was your week? Um, I'm good. I mean, I'm I'm great. Ever since a VPN came in my life. <laughs> um, oh yeah, baby. Uh yeah, no. This week, a lot of Twin Peaks, and I still have a lot more. I got so much Twin Peaks left. I still got. I still have. I the returns not even on my radar. It's it. It's Bro, on my radar. Week. But you got a week. Yeah, I've, here's the thing, here's the thing, I haven't told anyone this. Say again? You're gonna have a rough Twin Peaks week. (laughs) I know it is gonna be rough, but as of right now, I haven't told anyone this. Okay. 
kind of liking David Lynch right now. Not gonna lie, That's I'm kind of I'm no. kind of hit a stride with the show right when he left. Okay. <laughs> oh, right when he oh, left. You're about to get into you're about to get into the worst part of Twin Peaks. <laughs> Right, that's what I'm expecting because it was that part. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but have does he leave after you the, find out who did it? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it gets like, really bad. I was like, oh, okay, Twin Peaks. Oh, okay, Twin Peaks, and that's yeah. where I am. So that's when it gets really bad. I might, so you know. yeah, I might pull a Sam. I might go. You know what? David Lynch can leave. So can I. Yeah, the, I'll I'll tell you this. I think you will love Firewalk with me. I think you will love Firewalk with me. That's my hope. Because I quite liked about half of Firewalk with me. Oh, good lord! I'm yeah. excited to watch. How's your week been, Sam? Uh, it's all over the place, man. Every person like one step away from me seems to be getting COVID. Um, so everything's just shutting down. We have so many, so many cases, so, so much, sorry, I just had, I had a soda, so burpy, um, so many, so many things just happening for no reason. Uh, but I had a nice week overall, I would say, uh, yeah, I have another bit of a busy week ahead and then. I'm chilling. And now my cat's yelling. And now the cat is meowing. And now the cat must do the yell. Hi, bud. Come on. My favorite, uh, uh, dang it. Who wrote Where where the Wild Things Are? Oh, I don't know. You don't, ah. Uh, I don't know the name off the top of my head. It's of a where fun the name. I thought you were going to say Cat on the Hot Tin Roof. I thought you were going to do like a. My favorite Elizabeth Taylor movie that would have worked better, and I know Elizabeth Taylor. Damn, I just I felt your... ch- children book. Yeah, See? yeah, get your get your comedy chops up, bro. Yeah, get, get my get your comedy chops up, bro. That's what people <laughs> heckle. That's the heckles I get. <laughs> get your comedy comedy chops up, bro. Yeah. Uh, speaking of heckling, Apple TV Ooh. Plus. Joe Cohen, not the Cohen brothers, only Joel. Not just only Joel. Tragedy of, dare I say it, Macbeth. We saw it. We saw it. We witnessed it. Sam literally just, just ended it. Um, Since he is away, I'll tell you what I think. So, Macbeth, Shakespeare. I I uh, I've I've never been the biggest fan of Shakespeare. I I say this you're all. A, you're not a Billy Shakes boy. Not a Billy Shakes boy. Okay. Uh, I've said this before. I'll say it again. If you are a kid that likes theater, but doesn't have like a, an abundance of wealth, you're gonna see a lot of Shakespeare. That's just how it works. If you want uh-huh. to see theater and you don't have a lot of money, then you're just Shakespeare's free. <laughs> it's true. It's free or very cheap. Yes, it's free or very cheap. So, like, I've seen 
a lot of Shakespeare. I've seen Macbeth multiple times. I watched PBS specials because, uh, yeah, yeah. again, I did not have a lot of friends growing up. Um, <laughs> um, and I've had just mixed feelings. And I walked into this loving the actors, but being like, it's probably going to be boring. Make sure, make sure to bring in a cup of coffee so I don't fall asleep. And oh my gosh. What an intriguing story Macbeth is. Who knew? What a great, what great <laughs> story. Like when you what? have like good direction and good actors and a good set. Like Shakespeare's great. <laughs> yeah. That's the coldest take you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> Not hottest, coldest. Coldest. Um, Everyone knows this. Yeah, no, I love this movie. This movie on my, if we did this before Tips and Tops, it hopped all the way up to number two on my list. Damn, bro. It like, I was like, good God, I love this movie. It's pretty high up on mine too. Don't, don't you worry. (laughs) Don't you worry. It's like top five. (laughs) What about you? Um, yeah, I, I, I saw some Shakespeare growing up. I didn't see a whole lot. I really got into Shakespeare in high school. Uh, we did like a Shakespeare unit in like English class. Yeah. And I hated it. We did Midsummer. Midsummer sucks. The hot take. Don't, don't introduce kids to Shakespeare with Midsummer. It's Why? hard. It's so complicated. It's all the like all the different characters and the and all the switching and all this different stuff. It's like it's so complicated to keep track of when you aren't seeing it. When it's just like okay, that like you know each person is like yeah, each like person in class is just reading the next line of dialogue, and you're like, who the fuck is anybody at all right now? It's so hard to teach. Um, so I didn't really like it, and then. We actually did Macbeth for my grade 11 English class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, we watched the um, Patrick Stewart uh, film. And one, that movie fucking rips. That's such a good fucking Macbeth. Holy shit. If you haven't seen Patrick Stewart's Macbeth, it's great. <laughs> um. And then I like went to like a, a arts track, this like theater summer camp, and we did Romeo and Juliet as like the play we were studying that year, and I loved it. And then we did Hamlet when I was in grade twelve in my English class, and I loved that. We watched Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, and I don't, I think Kenneth Branagh sucks. Uh, well, I think we talked about Kenneth Branagh before. Uh, I feel like he's been brought up. Um, a lot of Shakespeare and, I saw was also the the. Kid of Brada versions. Hamlet, yeah, Othello. I like, yeah, I, I started watching... I watched a couple other, like, filmed versions of, of things. Obviously, I saw Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched... Uh, David Tennant did a, a production of Hamlet as well uh, that was filmed, which is probably my favorite Hamlet uh, that I've ever seen. Um, Everyone's uh, big scum... Scumbag Boys, uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Joss Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing. 
I've I haven't actually seen Joss Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to, and then Joss Whedon. By by the time I was like, oh, I should watch that. It was like Joss Whedon fucking sucks, and I was like, all right, maybe I won't watch it. And have, I still haven't. I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. But can we talk yeah. about Joss Whedon? What a fall from fame! What a fall! Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh man, there's this article by Gita Jackson, I think in Vulture. That was like a deep dive into Joss Whedon's like whole career. I'm, I'm, it is bookmarked. I am ready to read it as soon as I have time to sit and read an article. Um, Have you read his, like his, uh, cause you, the cast of Justice League was like, yo, he mm -hmm. sucked. And he like this past week, he was like, no, they sucked. Yeah. I saw the headlines. Um, but I, I just want to read this piece by Gita Jackson. Because she's a good journalist. Ooh. Yeah, no, he was uh, just like, yeah, no, Gal Gadot doesn't know how to speak English. So she just didn't know what I was saying. I'm paraphrasing, yeah, but... <laughs> that's... that's Joss Whedon sucks. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I watched a bunch of uh, a different Shakespeare. I saw a bunch of Shakespeare around the city. Uh, not all of it good including the worst shakespeare i've ever seen which was a production of macbeth at the at the university here it was so bad oh god i have nightmares about how bad that show was good Uh, god andrew it was insane it was like semi-modern it was trying to be really experimental um and really weird like when macbeth and very like you know we're you weren't you were the u of a uh uh bf bfa program we're like we're gonna be edgy we're gonna be like we're gonna do weird shit so like the witches came out to like dub like probably bangarang like probably the most cliched dubstep song of the time uh and they like danced around to strobe lights and then like lady Macbeth was like naked during her first scene and when Macbeth like comes home they like fucked and that while they're still having a conversation uh, about killing the king, <laughs> he's like fucking her for two seconds. Um, the the porter came out in like tidy whities and like that rubber horse mask yeah. thing that was like popular in high school. Um, the the scene where where uh, Macduff goes to find Malcolm in England took place at like a rave. It was very confusing. It was really bad. Like you just described, excuse me. You described a show. I want to see desperately. That's that sounds like my type of disaster. No, it was bad. It was really bad. Not even fun. Uh, Bad. Just regular. No, it was, it was just regular bad. It was just regular bad. Uh, But yeah, I I have loved Shakespeare since then. Uh, And this might be my favorite Shakespeare, like, movie. Like, if someone was like, you know, make a list of all the Shakespeare movies you've seen, I'd be like, this is number one by a country mile. It's so good easily it's so good this is everything that a shakespeare movie i think should be which is one short (laughs) two 
weird as hell. It ended, and I was like, now why have I sat in three hours, a three-hour yeah. show, and they just did this in, like, what, close to 90 minutes? I have no idea. It felt like 90 I, minutes. It's like an hour 40, I think. Hour 45. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, no. But yeah, sub two hours. It's like, now why? I've spent an entire evening hearing kids yeah. who don't know what they're saying. <laughs> Yeah. Do this show. Now, how... Yeah. What a good movie, man. Ugh. What a good movie. It's great when what you're not good, defending good pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to... We don't need to get into all that, do we? Now, do we? Do um, we you know to, what we, we do need to get, to get into? Dive into that cast <laughs> okay uh everyone's great. everyone's great do you everyone's have any great. any big any highlights uh before we get to the big two uh ba, ba, ba. i am just looking uh i always love seeing ralph ineson in stuff he's the a24 dad uh i think he's great yes he was the king uh, yes no he was he he's the captain who dies in oh the okay or he he doesn't die he he like passes out in front of the king like at the very beginning yes he shows up and he's just like hey macbeth kicked ass and then the king's like Dope. cool <laughs> uh uh da, da, da. um we got oh Stephen Root showing up as the porter was great. King Stephen Root, that was fantastic. <laughs> um, ba -ba -ba. uh, Moses uh, Ingram, who people might know from uh, the Queen's Gambit, uh, and the upcoming Obi Wan Kenobi show, apparently, um was great as uh, Lady Macduff in her in her scene. Yes. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, also from Queen's Gambit, Harry Melling. Uh, I thought he did a really good job as Malcolm. I, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, indeed. Uh, uh, Brendan Gleeson uh, as the King Duncan. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh... Brendan Gleeson's fucking great. Just watch everything Brendan Gleeson does because he's fucking great. Where are the goats? Uh, we got uh, Corey Hawkins coming in hot as McDuff. Really? Coming, had a great year last year, I should yeah. say. Between this and yeah. In the Heights. Yeah, he's he's killing it. Uh, and he was phenomenal as, as McDuff. Loved his performance. Uh, when you we can got stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Denzel Washington doing Shakespeare, mm -hmm. what a good actor! What a good actor! A damn good actor. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, Bertie Carvel uh, as uh, as Banquo. I really liked his Banquo. Um, we had Alex Hassel as uh, Ross, um, who's just in so many... So many things. I feel like I see this guy in everything. Yeah. Um, 
What are some of the he things was the... he's in? Sorry? What are some of the things he's in? Uh, just on Letterboxd, I just have his movies. He's done, uh, he did Suburbicon. He did Cold Mountain. Uh, he did a few other smaller movies. Um, he was most recently, I saw him in, uh, uh, he's in the live action Cowboy Bebop. Ah, yes. How was that? I liked it. It's not like amazing, but I quite enjoyed it. Mm. It made me want to go watch the, the original anime. Uh, because I was like, this is fucking cool. And if the original anime is just this, but better, it sounds pretty good to me. Sounds like the creators did their job. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, I like, I hope that they get another season just because I want John Cho to like continue kicking ass. Yeah, of course. Um, but I also understand if they don't do another season, like it was fine. <laughs> it's not like great, you know? I, um, I hate these uh, 20 year, you know, gapped sequels. I would love to see another Harold and Kumar movie right now. I feel like it'd be very interesting. I would love I'm to sure see them both be. together again. Yeah, that would be fun. Cal Pennant um, and, uh, and uh, you just said his name. John Cho. John Cho. Yeah. Uh, but Alex Hassel has done a bunch of uh, Royal Shakespeare Company stuff. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so he's just he's just great. Uh, and before the big two, I want to give a huge shout out to Catherine Hunter, uh, who played uh, the witches uh, and the old man, uh, but mainly the witches because like, what a fuck, dude! What a what a Andy Circus <laughs> style performance with no. Mocap. <laughs> yeah. What I a... was like just enthralled by it. I was in love. I was like, holy shit. Also, just the shot when when she's standing in front of the puddle at the beginning. It's pretty sick. With the double reflection. I was like, what? It's oh my god. It was so good. Pretty sick, right? <laughs> pretty fucking sick. And then they fade, and then there's no reflection, but there's three of them. I was like, this is the greatest shit I've ever seen. This it's is so pretty good. sick, man. Pretty sick, man. Yeah. Pretty fucking sick. Uh, and then, I mean, what we're going to spend the rest of this podcast talking about, Francis McDormand and Denzel Washington as the titular Macbeths. Before we even talk about them, remember, I remember telling you i was like hey sam mm-hmm. they're making a new shakespeare uh, they're making a new mcduff or mcduff macbeth um and you were like okay with joe cohen as director and you're like okay and i said you know who's playing macbeth and lady macbeth you're like who and i said denzel washington and francis McDormand, and you lost your mind I did lose my mind because whole and and you know what, Andrew? They exceeded my expectations. <laughs> they do. Like, I was. I've been. I've been telling people like whenever it, this comes up in in conversation, I'm like, I've been excited for this movie for years. Like, I don't like. I don't care about any Marvel bullshit. I've been wanting this for like three years, <laughs> and it finally happened, and it's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to begin talking yeah. about these two. Let's 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 talk about my guy Denzel, my main man okay. Denzel. Denzel, 
one of the one of the best. He's so good as Macbeth. So good. It's his He's first so time good. playing Macbeth ever. Um, he could have been doing this his whole life. Exactly. So That's good. He's done Shakespeare before. I believe he said he's done a stage version of Othello. I watched a bunch of interviews. I'm sure. Um, yeah. And I think he did something else. One of the comedies. Yeah, I sure. don't remember. But he was like, I was very nervous. You know, when you're making a movie with a Cohen and Francis McDormand, you get nervous. Plus, it's Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, and like, Denzel always shows up. Even in like the Equalizer movies, he still shows up. He... Does he show up in uh, uh, the Little Things? Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, I thought you had. Uh, nah, nah. I'm having a thing with Jared Leto. Is he gonna get nominated for an Oscar for House of Gucci? Fucking probably at this point. Is he? <laughs> If Lady Gaga gets nominated, he's getting nominated. Spider Man gonna get nominated? What if Spider Man gets Spider-Man... nominated and this does it? I would. I will commit on a live. <laughs> That's that would be the end of me. <laughs> the fifth, the fifth spot for best actor. We're all like, so Denzel Washington, yeah, and Tom Holland. <laughs> For Spider-Man, would, no I way would, home. I would riot. I would riot. We'll see. Anyway, he shows up three days early, ready to ready to cook clean and, and help any in any way possible. He shows yeah. up in this movie. He's so yeah. good. He's so good. And he puts that Denzel stank on Willie Shake's words. Yes, that scene when when uh when he's being told uh that the the English army is showing up yes. is like the most like Denzel shit I've ever seen. It's great. Do you remember the line? I was gonna look it up before we record, but I forgot. <laughs> what uh, he says to him to get out of here. Oh, it's like it's get away. We face something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. But also when it's he's so like good. ranting and raving, it's still he still has that like that swagger, that still that yeah. cool poise to himself. Yeah. It's like astonishing this Yeah. And like both performances, but we're talking about Denzel. Like it's mind blowing. Yes. When he started when he started um uh Is this a dagger I see before me? I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, everybody, this is it. Everybody, this is it. And it was just me in my living room alone. But I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, grabs that guy. I mean. Yeah. No. Spoilers. You son of a bitch. Spoilers. You piece of garbage. (laughs) Spoilers. If you haven't seen Macbeth, if you don't know what happens in Macbeth, go see Macbeth and come back. (laughs) Fuck right off. That part where he grabs the guy's sword and then beats him up with it. Oh my god! He does the thing! He does that with guns. Now he did it with a sword. Yeah, it was sick. Oh, what a film. What a movie. What a performance. Yeah, this is so good. And speaking of what a performance, Franny McDean. Francis McDormand. What just... 
I cannot get enough of Frances McDormand. I really didn't like Nomadland. I really didn't. She's phenomenal. I could watch her do anything, apparently, including sit in a van and pretend to be poor. (laughs) But also, this whole dang movie, as soon as she showed up, I was like, this is it, everybody. This is, we're getting it. Francie, Francie, you're going to get another Oscar right here, right now. And she, oh god! First man, actor so to win back to back Oscars since Tom Hanks. Yeah, and the and potentially, I don't think because you know politics and people really want Lady Gaga to get an Oscar and who knows. But if she does win for this movie, she'd be the only actor with four Oscars. I think she should one hundred percent win the Oscar for this, Lady Gaga. I'm sure you're a lovely person, Stephanie, and I know you're listening. <laughs> Lady Gaga fucking sucks. <laughs> I love you. He, he, he dropped that real name. I'm sure you're great, yeah. Stephanie. <laughs> I'm sure you're great. But also, you fucking suck. House of Gucci is a horrendous film, and I hope it gets nominated for absolutely zero things. Oh, it gets and a donut. And, yeah, you get fucking nothing because it's garbage. It's hot garbage. Uh, and Frances McDormand 100% needs to win another Oscar. Like it, it was, I was like, I agree. Like for the politics and the, and the, you know, the, they want to, you know, do all the Oscar bullshit that they do. Um, I totally get if she doesn't, but also she 100% should, because this is the best performance that I saw last year that hasn't already won an Oscar. Carrie, Carrie Mulligan should have won last year. Then, the Oscars would the Oscar would have been hers already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what but my favorite perf- performances on our tips and tops were were Daniel Kaluuya and like Lucky Stanfield, but Daniel Kaluuya won the Oscar. Yeah. So, Def Patel, I love his performance in Green Knight. He's probably not going to win an Oscar for Green Knight, but Francie, but Francie McD, she can get an Oscar. She can get another one, easy, no problem. So good. And Denzel's got it. Denzel's got it in the bag, right? She, I, I don't know, man. I really want Andrew Garfield to win. Oh, Andrew Garfield was really good. Andrew Garfield, that's the she, thing. Is it, Then it turns into, well, Denzel has an Oscar. Denzel has two Oscars. Yeah. Denzel can have three Oscars. I mean, he should have three Oscars. That'd be a good club. Daniel Day-Lewis, Francis McDormand, and Denzel Washington. That's a good club. That's a good club of ask- actors, yeah. Um, uh, most of all the ones I remember, all of the Lady Macbeths I've ever seen were evil. Like, evil. Like, that's how mm. they played it. Mm-hmm. Francis McDormand... Get like get has so much depth. Yeah, Lady Macbeth is not an evil character. If 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 you're playing Lady Macbeth as evil, you I think have fundamentally misunderstood the point of this story. <laughs> well, hey, maybe maybe it was the me who misinterpreted, but also, you know, 
No, I non professional actors. <laughs> I have seen a couple I've seen a couple different Macbeths and they and they do usually play Lady Macbeth as kind of like this sinister person. Yeah. Sinister's like, a better and, word. And, and out out damn spot doesn't work if she's sinister. It just doesn't. Because that that whole that whole piece is, is about being riddled with guilt. Like it's about she has perfectly clean hands and she is seeing them covered in blood. Like Yes, she's kind of losing her mind and blah blah, but she—it's because of the guilt. It's because she feels so bad for what she did that this is where she ends up. And if you're playing it as evil and sinister, then the guilt doesn't make, but it doesn't track as well. But if you play it as this person who's like ambitious and caring and like tender, it it, it makes it just. So much, so much more powerful. Yeah, tender's a great word. Tender. This is the only tender Lady Macbeth I've seen. <laughs> yeah, it is like like so many people like almost yell, "Screw your courage to the sticking place." Yes, at Macbeth, like they throw it in his face, and it's like, no, you're trying to encourage your husband to go do a murder. You're not trying to yell at him. <laughs> Just threw it like it was nothing. She was just like, hey, throw, yeah. throw your courage to the sticky place, my, my guy, my, yeah, my love. Just put it there. <laughs> yeah. Just go stab him. It's fine. No one's going to know. Yeah. But just the, the combo of them is kind of like either one of these performances on their own is phenomenal. Is Oscar worthy is like one of the best lady and and. Uh, Lady Macbeth and, and Macbeth ever. Like, it's incredible. But when you have them together, like when you have the the moments of conversation that they have together, and you see the way that, like, because they are seasoned, amazing actors, you see the, like, deep relationship that these two characters have in the, like, look that that she gives him when he's, like, telling ev- the whole court that he, like, killed the people who killed the king. And she's like, excuse me? <laughs> you did what now? It's, like, it's just so good. It's just so good. It, it, it brings the whole movie up to a whole new level. It is, it's rare to see such... I don't like bringing him up because I know how much you don't like him. But Quentin Tarantino was talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he was just like Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. That's two actors you've always wanted to see with each other. Like, that doesn't really happen, and he named some others throughout cinema history. But this is up there. Francis McDormand and Denzel Washington anything those are two actors you want to see in a room give up back and forth to it is yeah it's one of those things you hear and you're like oh yeah that should exist we need to see them in a room acting together and it's Macbeth. yeah it is like kind of wild it's great that they captured it that's my like it's great that we it's there now it's there forever it's here forever it's here forever but through the immortal lens of of Joel Cohen, one of my favorite directors. Indeed, yes, like yes. The Cohen brothers are 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 easily 
I could uh, in my top three directors ever. Like, is it time next sorry? winter? Is it time next winter? Ooh, maybe. Ooh, maybe. Ooh, maybe. Ooh, maybe. Uh, I fucking I love the Coens. I love it, and and Joel Cohen. This is like obviously the first time Joel is directing something without Ethan. Uh, uh, and for it to be this is like just amazing. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like be- I I saw in a in a I read a, a in bet- between the movie ending and us recording. I like read like bits of reviews and stuff. Um, someone pointed out. Um, they were like the, the one of the great things about this movie I wish I could remember it might have been David Ehrlich I can't remember um one of the great things about this movie is that it is th- uh, three people who are seasoned at what they do Joel Cohen Denzel and Francis seasoned at what they do kind of going back to basics like just like just being the best at the basic stuff, right? Yes. Like Shakespeare is like basic acting, right? Um, you didn't get to do the the Shakespeare unit at the academy because it was all second year stuff. But Ooh. like the best thing that I learned in that class is that like Shakespeare does all the work for you. All you have to do is know what you're saying believe what you're saying and then say it in the right order. And all of the emotion is right there for you. You don't have to put anything on it. You don't have, there's no subtext. It's just there. You say the subtext, you say every thought that's in your head. Yeah. That is how Shakespeare works, right? Like you don't have to do anything to deliver a fucking great performance. And that is exactly what happens here. They are not putting anything on. They are just like, I believe these words and I'm going to say them. And Joel Cohen is just like, let's do a basic aspect, like a a old square aspect ratio, no colors, pretty like sparse, extremely sparse, minimal set. Like there's nothing fancy. Nothing right? it's fancy. It's just the most the basic camera, thing. Does the camera move? Besides I when Denzel's I, it, head gets cut off, does the camera ever? It, it feels like it's on a tripod the whole time. It feel. I think it moves a couple times, but definitely not a lot. It is very like still shot, still shot, still shot. Um, it's just so. It's just so simple, and it and it does some of the most wonderful stuff yeah just ever like it's so good and yes i do think most hollywood films are shot on a tripod um yeah they're all it's all just a tripod yeah that's how they shot the event best buy uh yeah joel joel that that spinning shot in the avengers is just a guy with a tripod just running in a circle He trips, <laughs> and then Joss Whedon yells at him for no reason. Yeah, for um, no reason. Um, it's weird. It, it, I like this is just speculation, but it's like mm-hmm. I have no idea why they did it directed together, Joel and Ethan. Oh, uh, Ethan. Ethan is just taking a break from uh, uh, directing movies to direct stage plays. Oh. That's why. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, then you just took my thing out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, you're cool. I was just like, because it feels, actually, I'll kid, I can still say it still works. It feels like it's yeah. like, all right, I don't have my partner in crime. I can't do anything too ambitious, but my last name is Cohen. I can't, I yeah. can't come out here with some amateur nonsense. So what do I do? Yeah. And it's like the perfect thing. It's like, oh, I just do Shakespeare. I do Macbeth. Mm-hmm. I'm married to Francis McDormand. Who do you want to see act with Francis McDormand? Denzel Washington? I know Den- Denzel's on my phone right now. <laughs> yeah. It was, it I'll feels like, so what were you yeah. saying? Oh, I'll just call, I'll just call that guy up. I'll just call I'll him just up. Get him over. What? He's going to say no. The yeah. only reason he would say no is scheduling. Um, yeah. It was like one of those things where it's like, I think what makes this movie so like masterful and so beautiful and so powerful is how simple it is. How, Mm -hmm. what's the word I'm looking for? Compact. How just. Yeah. Concentrated. Concentrated. How concentrated it is. And it's it within its uh, simplicity. There's so much depth. It's incredible. Jeez Louise. Sometimes I don't like it when we just love a movie, but this movie deserves it. (laughs) That's the thing. This movie deserves it. This, like, uh, something that we sort of wanted to talk about is, like, Shakespeare adaptations, and especially in in movies and stuff. And the reason that I want to say that this is my favorite of all of them is that it is so simple is that because Shakespeare is is so simple, it, like there's no weird subtext, there's no anything else going on. This is a simple story that, yes, obviously there is layers and you can dig deep into, into different meanings and all this different stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, like Shakespeare is a very simple storyteller. Uh, that's why people copy Shakespeare all the time and just adapt his plays into other things. <laughs> like constantly uh so so having it just be just like what you said so simple and full of of mastery is like fantastic to watch the 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 scene at the end when he's fighting i can't remember the character's name uh but they're fighting in the throne room and it's like kind of like top down and they're like fighting yes and then it cuts to the side and the forest is behind them. I, my jaw dropped. I was like, what a, what simple imagery that has just blown me away. What a simple thing to do. It. Yeah. And it's like, it's yeah. Only someone who's made 12 big movies could make this movie. But yeah, yeah, it's like, there's nothing, there's nothing flashy, there's nothing showy. It's not no. at no moment when it's so easily you can just have a close-up of Denzel Washington or Francis McDormand delivering a monologue just so you can see this acting. Look at this mm-hmm. acting. Listen, I top up my boy Tom Hooper all the time. I love Les Mis, but it's not, look at them, look, look, yeah. look at this acting. <laughs> it's not that. Yeah. No, they allow it holds to... back. Say again? Yeah. It just, it holds back. Like, it pulls away from... The from... self-restraint uh, 
that this movie yeah. has uh, from everyone. Yeah. God. <sighs> yeah, it's wild. It's wild. I'm. I'm like. <sighs> really? What? Like? What's something bad? Like? Like? What's what? A, what's a negative here in this film? Ev- nothing's perfect. <coughs> the 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 <coughs> only negative that I really noticed when I was watching it was like some of some of the green screen looks a little yeah like cut out like they look kind of cut out from from the background yeah but then also like it has some of the most beautiful cinematography I've seen in a long time <laughs> and some of the like most interesting images <laughs> I've seen in a film how since the green knight i know you you and you could have changed because we're all human and we change opinions all the time yeah. I, I know you're you weren't a big fan of black and white films and and black and white cinematography do you feel like there was like a like besides everything we just said but like do you feel like there was more of a reason to have this in black and white and not in color do you feel like it worked? I think, it enhanced it. I think. I think it definitely enhanced it. I think my my thing with black and white is that most of the time it's just in black and white, just cause mm. it doesn't necessarily feel like it, it feels more like a stylistic choice rather than uh uh like artistic, um, like meaning choice. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. Um. But this felt like, oh, this is deliberate. Like, this is like, this, I don't think this movie would work with color. Whereas I think a lot of other black and white movies would totally work with color. And you're just being pretentious. Um, but this, because because the, the story of Macbeth is very, you know, about working in the shadows and about um, what you, what you, what we do in the shadows and what we do not in the light. Um, and the, the contrast between different things and like different aspects of, of, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of talk about like, you know, uh, Lady Macbeth's, uh, unsex me here line. There's a lot of, you know, black and white sort of choices in the, in, in the story of Macbeth. Um, and it, it's. I think it, it aids in, in sort of the the telling of this story mm-hmm. uh, compared to a lot of other black and white movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Definitely. Big shout outs. Uh, Bruno Del Bonnell, Del Bonnell, uh, the cinematographer. Um, I would love uh, to know, is, is this a Coen Brothers guy? Uh, has been, yeah. It did Inside Lewin Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, also did Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, and then has done a bunch of weird stuff. Did a uh, uh, Harry Potter movie. Did um, What's Harry Half Potter? Blood Prince. Half Blood Prince. Ah, okay. Uh, uh, did uh, Darkest Hour. Uh, did um, a few Tim Burton things. Miss Peregrine's. Uh, peculiar children thing uh dark shadows and big eyes uh oh did across the universe do you remember across the universe yeah i don't like that yeah (laughs) it's 
it's something. Uh, <laughs> did that uh, most famously? I, I left this out on purpose. Most famously, did Amelie. Ah, okay. I was about to yeah. say what a no offense to this guy. What a mediocre cinematographer to pull this out. Like yeah, Inside no. Lewin Davis is beautiful. Dark Shadows looks yeah. like butt. Dark Shadows looks <laughs> awful. Big Eyes looks pretty yeah. good. I forget the others. Yeah, no, Amelie's like a like that's what movies are made of. Uh Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. This like might be like easily top 5 best looking films I've ever seen. If I actually mm. sat down and thought about it, it probably would make a top 10 list easily. Yeah. It's yeah, beautiful. It's so it's what a so gorgeous beautiful. film. Yeah. I yeah. I, I just blah, 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 blah. I don't know. How many how many more praises can we sing about this fucking It's true. About this fucking movie. It should win every Oscar. Uh everyone should watch it. It's on Apple TV. You can watch it and it's great. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what else to say. Do you got anything else to say? Anything else you want to talk about with Macbeth before we talk? About I was just gonna say Shakespeare. Minutes? You got any Shakespeare thoughts? Uh, I like Shakespeare. I want to do. I want to do more Shakespeare. Um, you're good. Oh, you're uh, good like, with Shakespeare. What show did you do at the Academy? I saw it. It was Hen Henry Six. Yeah, I think Henry Six or or Henry Four. I can't remember. It was one of the Henrys. One of the Henrys, you know, one of the many Henrys. One of the, I know it wasn't Henry V, because someone else was doing Henry V, and I think we were either doing the one after it or the one right before it, and I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, I can just look up my resume right now. It's on my computer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> acting resume. Uh, Henry Six. I was right. Henry Six, Part One. Part uh, yeah, I did. I did that in in uh, college. Uh, and have not done anything else outside of you know scenes and classes and stuff. Um, but I love Shakespeare. I want to do Shake. I want to do more Shakespeare. I want to do. I want to do weird Shakespeare. I. That's the other thing about this movie is that it's weird, and it's okay being weird that's the thing i don't like about kenneth branagh is that it's too normal kenneth branagh's shakespeare i i'm not i don't hate kenneth branagh i like kenneth branagh i think he's i don't hate kenneth branagh i just don't like kenneth branagh yeah shakespeare stuff yeah but his shakespeare stuff feels like the pbs stage version sometimes they're this that's it's a, just so that's disrespectful to the pbs stage versions they are very yeah. flat they are boring it's all the bad things about shakespeare like they have good yeah. actors lawrence fishburne as othello's amazing but yeah of course but it's boring it's filmed boring they're there it's like very uninspired it's a guy. Yeah. It's <clears throat> transition to my my thing with Shakespeare, <clears throat> and why I've learned. <clears throat> so sorry. <clears throat> You're good. 
and what I've learned over the past few years is that I used to think I didn't like Shakespeare, and it's not that I don't like Shakespeare. I do like Shakespeare. I don't like people who love Shakespeare. That's what I don't like. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> they, yeah. It, people, people who get people get really precious about Shakespeare, and I'm like, no, no, you can make it. You can fuck with it. The best Shakespeare is weird. Like, yeah, because all the old, like all the old stuffy regular Shakespeare stuff has been done a million times and we don't need to do it. again. It's what old, boring white people watch. And I'm not an old, boring white person. So, no, I don't like Shakespeare. Hiss, hiss to you. Yeah. When you do Shakespeare and make it weird in the in the right kind of way, you can't get too weird like that U of A thing that I talked about earlier where it's just weird to be weird and it's not like you're not being weird on purpose. You're just being weird because it's something to do. Like I guess. Yes, to bring it back to the to the actor who played the witch. Um I forget yeah. her name. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Ba, 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 ba. Catherine Hunter. Catherine Hunter. Like that's being weird but bringing something to it, right? Yes, 100%. I 100%. Yeah. I told I totally get what you mean when you're saying like Shakespeare especially when you're performing something that's been around for 200 years. It's Yeah. It's it's important to bring something new and to bring something to flip it on its head to make it feel fresh. Yeah. That's why I will always 100% stand by Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. Because it's so bonkers. Yeah. Because it's so bonkers. And it's like, yeah, of course, make it bonkers. Like, uh, uh, why not? There's no reason not to. Have fun. Like, have a good time. That's what Shakespeare is supposed to do. You're supposed to have fun. It's not supposed to be long and boring and stuffy and blah, blah, blah. Like in classical outfits and big gilded castles and stuff. It's like, no, just put it in a fucking concrete box with weirdly angular shapes everywhere. And it's way better. (laughs) That's what they did in this. Tell me this is not a concrete box with weirdly angular shapes everywhere. That's just what a phrase. Hey, have you already rated this on Letterbox? That should be your Letterbox review. <laughs> Just put it in a concrete box with weird angular shapes. That's how you do Shakespeare. <laughs> That's how you do Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, man. I will. I will make an addendum to my please. To my do it, Andrew Thomas. Do also. <laughs> also. Also this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This movie is like really great like one of those movies that you're happy to be alive that came out and you saw it yeah yeah um and and look i don't want you brought up something that i don't want to talk about i'm gonna bring up something you don't want to talk about i was so happy that i could watch this at the at the safety and comfort of my own home uh because it was available on streaming it was great 10 out of 10 You didn't say anything about Quentin Tarantino, so hey. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so I'm Andrew Thomas. <laughs> uh, I'm Sam Bannigan. 
Uh, are you, before I just want to check in with my pal. It's been a little while. I, other than Twin Peaks, are you are you watching anything else? Enjoying any reading any books, playing any games? What's what's going on? What's 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 caught you? The book in the I'm into right now. Have I told you my solo projects? Solo Andrew projects. Andrew's hashtag solo projects. I haven't started any because I'm just okay. not in the mind space to. I I don't have my life on the schedule I want it to be on yet. Yeah. Uh, but during the spring, I'm going to do a Mel Brooks watch, and I'm also going to listen <gasps> to his book, All About <gasps> Me, and just go through yeah. it. That sounds great. And then this... Love Mel Brooks. Say I got to check out... I also want to revisit Mel Brooks stuff. I mean... <laughs> what? We'll talk. We'll, talk, we'll let's, talk about. Let's talk, we'll talk about, about projects. It. Let's just talk about all the projects let's after, since we know we're doing <laughs> David Lynch next week, no matter what. We have Dave, we have David Lynch next week, and then we have Guillermo del Toro like a month after that. I think we need to wait until we're done Guillermo to start talking about another one. No, but just talk about like yeah, we can do this. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about it, everybody. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I'm also during the summer, I'm doing a Bob. Dylan listen through and there's a few Ooh, books lovely. there's a couple books that I want to listen to as well yeah 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 <clears throat> just to That's just great. to get get my man Bob yeah yeah are you gonna check out like all the Bob Dylan flicks like I know Martin's Marty Scorsese yeah that's one. also during it's gonna be my big thing during the summer <laughs> okay great like I look forward to hearing all about it um I'll keep you updated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, have I done anything? Oh, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to watch them all again in October. Don't worry. But I did watch Scream. all the screen movies. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm nothing but predictable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, they're great. I love those movies. I'm, I really genuinely think you're going to like the first one, at least. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's the end of Great. my sentence. And Wonderful. Yeah, that's that's about it. What about you? Uh, I've been watching uh, The Expanse. My friend got me to start watching The Expanse. Uh, it's a sci-fi show. Oh, okay. I've heard of it. What is it? Yeah, on? I don't. It's on Amazon because it was on the Sci-Fi Channel, and then it got canceled. And then Jeff Bezos specifically was like, "No, I like that show," and he bought it. And so they're finishing it on Amazon Prime. Dang! If I had Jeff Bezos' yeah, think... money, we would be on season seven of American Vandal. Dang! Oh, bro. <laughs> We'd have a new season of American Vandal every every half of a year. Yes, but if you had Jeff Bezos' money, what would what would still be on? If I had Jeff Bezos' money, honestly, I would just make sure that like Miss Maisel could keep going and like Russian Doll could keep going, uh, and uh, those are my big ones. Most of the shows I, I feel I like come to a, a pretty solid conclusion. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not like you would want to bring nice. back Brooklyn Nine Nine or like Scrubs no. or like yeah. No, both of those, both of those, I think I think had their good years and and they ended well. Other than Scrubs, we don't count the ninth season of Scrubs. Um, 
uh yeah everything else is 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 real it ends in a in a nice in a nice spot except for american vandal i just want more american Vandal. please um what happened with season two of of russian doll i mean like it's take still happening time, but like it's still happening. the 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 writer did a, an episode of Good One, mm-hmm. um, and she talks about the second season. She was like, "I didn't think we were going to get a second one, so I had no ideas, and I'm just starting writing it now." And the season had like aired fully, and had like months had gone by at that point. So yeah. she's like, "I'm I was just she was just getting started. I think like in twenty late twenty eighteen early 2019 and then and then and then it takes yeah it takes a while to write a a show as complicated as russian doll and then the pandemic happens so i'm sure it'll just happen one day i mean as far as i'm aware it's still happening and a new season of mazel is coming out in a uh, sometime i think early this year sometime in spring i want to say i think there's a it should be happening i'm very excited for a new season of mazel I've also been watching uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh yes, uh, I'm on season three. Great. I gotta watch Love Sick soon. <laughs> I got so many. And then yeah. Adventure Zone. <laughs> the the things yeah, the things that I I need to owe my friends. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, and I just yeah, watched I'm, all I'm... the Scream movies because I'm selfish. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, watching the Expanse. I'm playing through. I played through all the Dishonored games. Those are pretty good. Dishonored. And now I'm playing. Yeah, you would probably like the Dishonored games. They're fun. Um, I'm playing Prey. Uh, th- th- all these games were made by Arcane Studios, the the studio that made um Deathloop. I, I know I talked to you a bunch about Deathloop mm-hmm. in the fall. It's all their previous games. I'm basically just they were on sale, so I just bought them all in like a pack. So I'm playing through those before new games come out next month, and I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Are you watching? Uh, you don't have HBO. Never mind. I have HBO. We do have HBO. You don't have have Hulu. Uh, I don't have Hulu. Uh, Peacemaker. No. Apparently it's good. Apparently James Gunn shows up. That's fun. <laughs> that's fun. That's, that's fun. the way you say that's fun. I bet yeah. one of these days I'll watch it, but today yeah. is not that day. There's so many other... Uh, the, the Expanse is a good, complicated sci-fi show. I And Twin Peaks is a lot. This is kind of all I have time for. Twin Peaks is a lot. Twin Peaks is a lot. I can't believe you're going to watch half of season two and all of season three in the next week. And Firewalk with me. And you got to watch Firewalk with me, dude. I might not finish The Return like that i'm content <laughs> honestly i think you should not finish the second season i think you should just kind of jump forward <laughs> to the return no <laughs> no do what i did to just leave season two i'll just first. be like just don't spoil the return we have to talk about a movie we saw in september <laughs> yeah like what are you talking about because <laughs> the return is doing some stuff the return is doing some stuff. 
that I want you to see. Also, this is an Andrew. I really, pick. I really want you to see the at least as much of the return as I've seen. Which yeah, is about a third of it. But I'll probably finish it. Like I don't. I all I have to do is watch the return and Inland Empire. Yeah. <laughs> I've been putting off Inland Empire. I'll probably do it this sometime this week. Well, I have to do it sometime this week, but I might do it early this week. Yeah. Um, if I don't think I will, but if I get everything done, I think as a victory lap, I might return to, um, excuse me, to Eraserhead. Just to kind of... Okay. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the return, the and then journey. go back to Eraserhead. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch Firewalk with me. Oh, you'll watch the in-between. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Well, uh, my name is Sam Vanigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Thank you once again to Surfshark for sponsoring this episode. Uh, It's kind of crazy. There's a link in the description that you can go find uh, for all that stuff. Um, uh, And yeah, if you want to support the show, obviously you can use that link and use our uh, code welcome back uh you can also uh join our patreon join lennox studios in producing the show over over on our patreon five bucks a month we got to record that this week uh <laughs> i'm not gonna finish the return on that that's that's a that's an episode <laughs> of twin peaks man <laughs> that's an episode it of creeps twin up peaks. on us Every month it creeps up on us. We are never prepared to record every month. And we've been doing it for two years? For almost two years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's my glasses. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You can, you can, don't, I honestly, don't finish season two of Twin Peaks. It's bad. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. I haven't seen it. So uh, we can't talk about it. Uh, anyway, uh, you get a bonus episode every single month over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash welcomebackpod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, five bucks a month, get that bonus episode. If you don't have the money or don't want to give us money, we totally understand that pandemic. Very real. Two years, baby, because we started the Patreon at the beginning of the pandemic. It'll be exciting when I don't have to say that anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh god uh, and we'll also do Contagion that week so that'll be yes nice. we will yeah uh, uh, yeah that's a, a great way to support the show obviously if you don't want to don't, don't have the money you can just follow us on social media at welcome back pod all over the place our link tree is de- also down in the description uh, that's a great way to support the show uh, and just like subscribing and reviewing us on, on all the different podcatchers of your choice it's going to help out a lot Especially with our with our new spot. Don't tell the sponsors, but but it'll be great if people could maybe share this one a lot and maybe listen to this one on repeat a whole bunch. Yeah, it would help. It would help a lot. Don't tell the sponsors though. They'll they'll, they'll think it we're cheating, but we're not. Just have it on loop. <laughs> Don't even listen. Just turn it. Honestly, since we're at this point, we just we just care about the cheddar cheese. Just just play it. <laughs> turn it down, and then go back yeah. to your phone in an hour. Yeah, and uh, then repeat. or just like or like like turn like turn Spotify all the way down, uh, and then just like loop the episode all night when you sleep. Uh, and then, and then that'll, that'll be nice. That'll be like eight plays. So 
If everybody does that, if you're lucky, then that's like if you're a maniac, it'll be five. <laughs> All right, Andrew. What else can the people do? Um. Well, with those, I mean, if you're efficient. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? About Elon Musk? How he proudly is like, yo, I only have four hours of sleep and it's good because I'm more productive. Look what I've done. Yeah. Also, my daddy gave me a billion dollars so I could start a company because I'm a big dumb baby. That's Elon Musk. (laughs) That's Elon Musk. Uh That was my Elon Musk impression. Um, yeah, hey, listen, listen, oh fellow, oh fellow patrons, once, uh, once thy we see our friends in a fortnight, we shall talk and celebrate and cherish each other with the sounds of a Batigan and a Thomas, of talking about cinema in the highest forms of regard. Scene. And scene. And scene. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good take. Uh, do you want to do just like one more, just for safety? Just for safety? No, do you want to do one no, more? I do one. One and done. I'm out. I'm out. Well, okay. Uh, I guess that's, that's the one we gotta use, huh? Good. Good.